listening to Gleanings, the monthly newsletter from Strategies at Work, podcast edition, December 1st, 2017. Upcoming events. The Strategic Life Alignment Seminar. Struggling to find meaning, purpose, and satisfaction in life? The Strategic Life Alignment Seminar will equip you with tools for discerning your divinely ordained life purpose. The next seminar begins in January. For information or to purchase a recording of this training, please visit strategieswork.com. The Strategic Life Alignment Alumni Event. The 2017 alumni event was held on July 21st through 22nd, and the topic was Advisors and Life Plan. The topic for the 2018 event will be Your Plan and God's Plan. Recordings of all seven alumni events are available in the Strategies at Work store at strategieswork.com. The Seminar Building Equally Yoked Leadership Teams. This training will be held in April 2018. For information, please visit strategieswork.com. These are challenging economic times. There is much fear in the world. Now more than ever, people need to understand the power of building their lives on Christ. Only faith in Christ can provide sustained victory over fear. If you need help learning how to walk with Christ, Strategies at Work has consultants in various parts of the world. Please see the website strategieswork.com for contact information. And now, Dr. Chester brings us the message titled, Humility, the Way to Success. In Good to Great, Jim Collins presents empirically derived principles for transforming a good organization into a great organization. These principles are succinctly summarized in the sequential phrase, disciplined people, disciplined thinking, disciplined action. The phrase intimates that disciplined people will be disciplined thinkers who will then be disciplined in their actions. The genesis of the progression is disciplined people, and the genesis of disciplined people is what Collins calls level five leaders. Level five leaders display unusual and surprising qualities. Note the description of level five leaders as observed by Collins' research team. We were surprised, shocked really, to discover this type of leadership required for turning a good company into a great one. Compared to high-profile leaders with big personalities who make headlines and become celebrities, the good to great leaders seem to have come from Mars. Self-effacing, quiet, reserved, even shy, these leaders are a paradoxical blend of personal humility and professional will. They are more like Lincoln and Socrates than Patton or Caesar. Among the virtues of level five leaders is the trait of humility. Humility is one of the seminal separators of the good from the great. And not surprisingly, humility is a Christian virtue. The entrance of sin into humanity came through pride, which is the opposite of humility. It is therefore remarkable that fallen humans can display humility. The fact that humility is observed in level five leaders reveals that notwithstanding the innate human condition, there is divine grace to empower mankind to display some rudimentary level of humility. Indeed, the Creator expects humans to exercise this grace to live humbly. A seminal text on this point is Micah 6.8. What does the Lord require of you but to do justice, and to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God? One way to understand this verse is that humility is a pivotal virtue. Therefore, justice and kindness flow from walking humbly before God. 
In reflecting on the life of King Uzziah, one of my associates, Gay Thurman, composed the following reflections about the importance of humility, particularly in leaders. The account of King Uzziah recorded in 2 Chronicles 26 illustrates many truths about life. God gifted this man with great ability and he anointed him king over Judah at age 16. With this promotion came authority, wealth, and opportunity. His financial resources allowed him to raise livestock, dig wells, train workmen, grow gardens, and engage in international commerce. He also built implements for war and strong defenses for his cities. His military conquests extended to the Egyptian frontier, and his fame spread as the Lord gave him marvelous help. Marvelous help is the word that describes a supernatural deed, something beyond human potency. In other words, Uzziah was given divine potency to do his work through divine knowledge and wisdom. Whether it be craftsmanship, leadership, management, or financial stewardship, God works his purpose by revealing to us what we need to know to do his will. When King Uzziah sought guidance, God gave him success in the natural realm. But this type of success can be a test. To manage success requires humility. But when Uzziah became powerful, his heart was lifted up and he became proud. He pridefully stepped across the boundary of his authority. He assumed the right to enter the temple of God and burn incense contrary to divine prescription. Uzziah presumed that he could act independently of God and change the rules of worship. Pride leads to thoughts and actions independent of God and therefore in rebellion against God. But God will oppose a heart overcome with pride. As Uzziah ranted at the priest who confronted him in the temple, Uzziah's body broke out with leprosy. At the end of his life, all Uzziah had accomplished was forgotten. People only remembered that he was a leper. With leadership comes the responsibility to serve followers. When leaders act pridefully, there are consequences that can, as in Uzziah's case, block their potential, tarnish their legacies, and impact followers. The consequences of pride are not always limited to leaders. Sometimes followers suffer as well. Whether it be the ruler of a nation, the leader of a business, shepherd of a church body, or head of a family, when the leader fails to walk with God, the leader suffers consequences, and frequently the followers do as well. The story of King David illustrates how a leader's pride can produce devastating consequences for followers. At one point in his long reign, David decided to take a census, which was an act of pride because he revealed that his faith was in himself, not God. David trusted in the multitude of his people to measure his strength and define his success. Because of David's pride, God released a deadly pestilence upon the land and many of David's followers died. Only after David repented did God stop the carnage. Given the importance of leaders walking humbly before God, what then should followers do when leaders fail? Well, consider a couple of things. First, pray for them. Remember that repentance, restoration, and realignment in the hearts of leaders are works of the Holy Spirit. Followers should always humbly pray for leaders. And second, trust that the Lord is always working good, as biblically defined, even amid very challenging circumstances. Never lose sight of this reality. Walk humbly before God in faith. 
For both leaders and followers, humility is an essential virtue and the predicate to real success. When pride might enable short-term success in the natural, humility facilitates true, lasting success that transcends the natural. Humility is the grace to always serve the purpose of God in every situation and in every person. This is the essence of servant leadership. Jesus taught that whoever would be the greatest must be the servant of all. Servant leaders have a servant's heart. God's favor flows through their servant leaders to transform individuals, families, businesses, churches, and nations. Like King Uzziah, all of us are given gifts, talents, and opportunities. And like Uzziah, when we achieve some measure of success in the natural, we can become proud and act independently of God. When this happens, the result of our pride will be judgment on us and most likely on those we lead. We would all be wise to take heed and learn from King Uzziah's mistake and guard our hearts against the sin of pride. Thank you, Gay, for these insightful words on the importance of humility. We all need to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with our God. There is no doubt that Jesus was the archetype of a level five leader. He was humble, submitted, and teachable. He lived a life aligned with the will and ways of God. If you believe that he was the most successful person ever, then imitate him. If you wish to imitate Jesus, you will live humbly. This means you will live a life aligned with the will and ways of God. You will be a disciplined person who thinks based on the discipline of a biblical worldview, who can then produce disciplined actions, actions aligned with the purpose of God. This is how to live a great life, a successful life and enjoy an enduring, God-honoring legacy. May we all learn to live and enjoy the fruit of the blessings that flow from walking humbly with our God. Merry Christmas.